All righty. We got you on a Wednesday. That's right. Three days in a row now of work. Hey. <laughs> I think I need a bit of a sit down. Anyway, anyway, uh, g'day afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. However you are listening, SEN, welcome to you to our very broad house of worship. If you're listening north of the border, you're listening via SENQ Brisbane, 693 on your AM dial, SEN Sydney. 11.70 a.m. That's on the a.m. dial, of course. So listen in on the wireless. Uh, you can check us out there. And, of course, if you want to download the app, if you're outside of that listening area, do that. And you can be a part of the program today. There's a really easy way to do that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, 1170 And we've got the $100 cash up for grabs again from Tristan and the team at Top Sport. We're going to hear from Tristan today. That'll be the first time for me speaking to him in 2024. So I look forward to that. Uh, the text line already, we've got texts coming in, 0457 736 736. And we've got the Signet Boost Power Bank to give away today. And remember, that's the power bank that'll keep your phone, tablet, earbuds, socky, anything else powered 24-7. And that'll be for the Who Am I? I stand with Jimmy Smith, says 397. Okay, so <laughs> that might be in reference to my colleagues. And don't I use that term loosely? from the breakfast show this morning. If you missed that, you can check it out on podcast. Why don't you check out all the stuff that we've put up there on podcast, Spotify, Apple, Wooshka, wherever it is that you uh, get your podcast. Leave a review if you would like to. We're doing it all thanks to SBS Fence, and they are proud sponsors of the program. Poor little toilet and temporary fence hire in Sydney. Go to sbsfence.com. Dot au Right, what's going on on this Wednesday? Uh, we've got a big show lined up for you. Brent Tate, the former NRL star, former Queensland State of Origin representative and, of course, Australian Test player. We'll get his thoughts on his mentor, Wayne Bennett, throwing his hat back into the ring. We'll get to that very shortly, too. That's for the New Zealand Kiwis team. We'll get a score update from Coach K. We're also going to have a chat with Michelle Bishop, Channel 7 sports reporter. Get all the latest from Michelle. Afternoons Amplified with Coach K also. We'll get the uh, 2 o'clock clock, your chance to have your say, and that'll be your chance to win $100 cash from Tristan Merlihan, who will also be on the program. Uh, the Who Am I is back, as mentioned, and for sbsfence.com.au, we are going to dive into the text line, and you can send it through 0457-736-736. Righto, let's get stuck into it. Wayne Bennett has formally applied for the New Zealand job as he ramps up his rivalry with Australian Kangaroos coach Mal Meninga. Remember they went head-to-head -head for the job back in 2016. Mal Meninga successful on that occasion. So Wayne said, right. He took his footy and went home. Well, went to the homeland, in fact. Coached England in the 2017 World Cup final. That was won by the Kangaroos 6-0 up there at Suncorp Stadium. If you remember that game, You'll recognise one of the greatest games of rugby league in history. And if you don't remember it, check out the highlights. 6-0. I know it sounds like a ball fest. It wasn't. It was a brilliant game of rugby league. Fast forward to 2024, and it looks like Wayne Bennett is going to continue his odyssey as a head coach. So what does it mean for Nathan Carlos and Stacey Jones? Here's the other thing. If you're the CEO, Greg Peters, of the New Zealand Rugby League, and you get the option of having Wayne Bennett as a coach, and you can sell to either Nathan Kalis or Stacey Jones, hey, you go there for a couple of years, you be Wayne's assistant, and then you take over from Wayne, I reckon that's a pretty good sell 
You know, I, I heard Fatima Godot talking earlier today on the Matty White program about that sort of arrangement. I think it makes a whole heap of sense. Uh, and then the other part about it is this. Wasn't Michael Maguire let go from the New Zealand Kiwis job? And remember, Michael Maguire thought that he could do both jobs. The New South Wales State of Origin job, and he also thought that he could do the New Zealand Kiwis job. But he was told by the Kiwis, no, you can't do both. One of the reasons that the Kiwis gave him was that, well, you can't be coaching players at one level who will then be playing against the Kiwis who you were also coaching. So you can't help those players are going to be playing against the Kiwis. That is a conflict of coaching interests. So what about Anthony Milford and Hamaso Tabuifido and Herbie Farnworth and Isaiah Katoa and Felice Kafusi and Tom Flegler, who are all going to be coached by the Dolphins? Coach Wayne Bennett this year, who could also be playing against New Zealand. So how does that work? Do, do they go back? Or, and to be fair, if Greg Peters says, yeah, that was then and this is now, and uh, Wayne Bennett is Wayne Bennett, I'll accept that. But it seems hypocritical when you look at one of the reasons why they said uh, Michael Maguire could not continue as Kiwis coach. I'd love to get your thoughts on that one. West Tigers have now got GI working with them. Now, he's not there in an official capacity other than helping out boom fullback Jareen Buller. That makes a whole heap of sense. No real surprise to me, given the fact that he's got a brilliant relationship with Shane Richardson, the newly installed CEO, who's a big part of the English Goanna Academy. Here's the other part of it. He lives in southwest Sydney. Yes, I know. Southwest Sydney, who we describe as the future of the West Tigers. So uh, it's uh, it's a fit that works in every way, shape or form. The only thing I will ask about this is, Rabbitohs fans, are you a bit, hey, why isn't GI helping out Latrell Mitchell at the Rabbitohs? It's a fair question that you could ask, but he's doing it at the West Tigers. And obviously the relationship with Shane Richardson is a big part of that and proximity. He lives in... He lives in southwest Sydney. I don't know where Jareen Buller lives, but the fact that you can get Greg Inglis on the phone anytime you want, it's got to be a positive. So let me know your thoughts on that one. Looks like Lockie Galvin is firming as an option in the halves. Here's the thing that came out of this story from the mole. So 18-year-old Galvin, he's a star of the future. Everyone has been uh, in agreement on that one. Apparently doing really good things in the halves with Aidan Caesar and is impressing Benji Marshall. But there's injuries to Latu Fainu and Jaden Sullivan. What are those injuries? Does anyone know? Has anyone? Please don't tell me that Jaden Sullivan has a hamstring injury because that would be most upsetting if I was the West Tigers. Uh, but anyway, we'll have to wait and see. His uh, to lose, quote unquote. His to lose for Lockie Galvin out there in the heart. That's not a bad thing. Competition for spots within teams, that is not a bad thing. So... Uh, West Tigers got a big news happening all around, so no surprise on that one. Uh, visas to the USA. Uh, just to let you know, and, and I want to be clear about this, people, when I travelled to the United States earlier this month, it's the last day of the month too, can you believe it, 31st of January, but when I travelled to the USA earlier this month, I had no problem in getting a visa, just to, just to clarify that, okay? Uh, but it seems that Reese Walsh, Payne Haas and Latrell Mitchell are having a few problems. Here's... South Sydney Rabbitohs CEO Blake Solly on the breakfast program this morning talking about the visa situation. Uh, I wouldn't say they're 100% confident, but they're very confident. They um, have helped us um, with the application process. They're going to expedite 
um, the visits to the US consulate for any players who um, need to get a visitor visa rather than just entering under an ESTA. So um, from that respect, they've, they've put their shoulder to the wheel and given us every indication that uh, the players will all be able to get visas. Their initial advice is they don't think that any player should be denied entry into the US at this stage. So um, we've just got to follow the process that the NRL will set down and, and hopefully get uh, the boys their visas as soon as possible. OK, I had a couple of mates who struggled to turn up to the wedding in 2009 in Hawaii, but that's a separate issue. But Reese Walsh, Payne Haas, Latrell Mitchell, you heard Blake Solly there. Not 100%, not across the line just yet, but he's very confident that it will happen. Back page of the Daily Telegraph today, Dean Ritchie writes about the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. It has been a complete turnover of squad within the space of three years. So of the top 30, no one following the absence of Raymond Faye-Taylor Mariner. No one is there from 2020. So there's a couple of things that come with this one. They must have a poll going on there at the Daily Telegraph and say, right, whose turn is it to write the Gus story? Who's going to write it today? Dino said, oh, do I have to? No, Dean, you've got to write it. Put it on the back page. We'll put a big picture of Gus on there. Not a, Never flattering. So if we could do that, who's going? To, we'll do the Bulldog story right because plenty of people want to hit on it. Oh, all right, I'll write it. Um, but is there anyone that disagrees? Is there a Bulldogs fan out there that disagrees what, what with what has happened at the Bulldogs thus far? No doubt it is a stronger playing squad that they've had over any course of the last four years. David Gillespie, the former great Bulldog, he's come out and agreed with it. Find me a Bulldog supporter that doesn't agree with it. So here's the data to back that up. In 2020, the Bulldogs ran 15th. 2021, they ran 16th of 16. 2022, they were 12th, and 2023, they were 15th. Why would you keep doing that? Why wouldn't you turn over the squad? Okay, so my, who, who's going to write the Gus story? Oh, not me. I'm busy. I'm busy. I've got another one. I see that Michael Carianis didn't write a story in the Daily Telegraph today, so maybe he'll get the Gus story for tomorrow. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Getting away from the Rugby League, the Melbourne Rebels. So they've been guaranteed that they will be in the Super Rugby Pacific season for 2024, but nothing beyond that. Let's have a listen to Phil War, the CEO of Rugby Australia, on Sports Day yesterday. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think uh, you know we're committed to delivering the 24 uh, Super Rugby season, and uh, it's only a few weeks away. So, uh, yeah, we're working with uh, the Melbourne Rebels uh, and also uh, with the administrator, PwC. So, uh, yeah, working closely with them to, uh, to solve for, for some of the challenges. Still very early days, but... Yeah, you know, certainly the team have been training for some time, so uh, looking forward to uh, getting them on the field. So guarantees for 2024, nothing beyond that, but $9 million in debt, $500,000 bailout, uh, bailout just to pay players and staff through the course of this year. My question to you, Rugby Australia, is what value have the Rebels added to Australian rugby since they entered the competition in 2011? What, 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 are, you, what are they bringing to the table? Player development? Strong supporter base, on-field success, value to a broadcast deal. No, 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 no. Nothing. So why don't you concentrate on the ACT to New South Wales to Queensland, shore up your grassroots area, and if WA want to be funded by Andrew Twiggy Forrest, you go for your life. But beyond that, what have the Melbourne Rebels contributed player-wise, supporter base-wise, Broadcast deal, on-field success. Not much is my very short but accurate answer. So 
Get your thoughts on that one. Melbourne, of course, staying down there. We've got the ODI down there on Friday. No Shamar Joseph, so he's a superstar. How many are going to turn up? Well, we think more than the 10,406 that turned up for the Australia versus England ODI in November 2022. But they're saying a crowd of about 30,000. This is on the eve of the AB medal tonight, so looking forward to that one. There'll be no Glenn Maxwell. Oh, is Maxie going to the AB medal? Careful. Pat Cummins won't be there. Mitch Stark, Josh Hazelwood, and, of course, Dave Warner has retired. So all of those guys won't be there. So uh, will you be there? You're heading down to Melbourne to go to the ODI. Uh, we'd love to know from our listeners south of the border. And Luke Brooks has had his say courtesy of Fox Sports on what his anticipations are, what he's looking forward to in season 2024. Here's the former West Tigers. Playing alongside some great quality players, there's a lot of guys in this side that have played Origin and very experienced players that I think will help me. Looking forward to a new start and um, yeah, hopefully playing some good footy. Obviously a hard decision um, that I had to make, but in the end I think once it all settled down and I guess coming here, it made me think that it was the right decision. Yeah, I guess uh, at the end of the day it's, you've got to do what's best for you and um, yeah, I think I've made that uh, decision. Uh, is there anyone who's not bullish on the season of Luke Brooks, that audio courtesy of Fox Sports? Like, is there anyone not saying, oh, I think Luke Brooks is not going to provide value at $700,000 a year. So he's the Dallium Rookie of the Year in 2013, the Dallium Halfback of the Year of 2018. He came third in the Dallium overall that year, and everyone's thinking this is going to be his best season. So uh, would love to know. Daly Cherry Evans on the right side. Luke Brooks on the left-hand side. Tommy T pushing up on his inside, on his outside. Edge back rower Josh Schuster or whoever Anthony Seabold has playing on that left edge for the Manly Seagulls. Ooh, there's some talk around that, but anyway. Our talk topic for today on the back of that, a change is as good as a holiday. When has the move benefited the athlete let us know when is a change as good as a holiday we all think luke brooks is going to have that standout season i'd be very surprised if he didn't but let us know we've got a hundred dollars cash up for grabs from top sport 1300 01 1170 the text line 0457 736 736 i've got a great one i've got a great one from the world of cricket you might be able to tell me but uh, send it through on the text line, 0457-736-736. Righto, we're up and about. I'll tell you what we're going to do after the break. Brent Tate, as straight a shooter as you would want in the world of rugby league. We're getting his thoughts on all the action around the NRL.